0: Welcome back to Balancing Chaos with Kelly and Gretchen and Melanie. So Melanie, go ahead and introduce yourself.
1: My name is Melanie Brooks. I am the regional grant manager for the Maine Highlands. What does that mean? Good question. (laughs) So the state of Maine Office of Tourism years ago split the state up into eight geographical regions. Um, the Maine Highlands region is the largest interior region. It's made up of Penobscot and Piscataquis counties. And we receive grant funding through the state to market our individual regions to potential visitors. How do we do compared to the other regions? Not too bad, actually. I mean, you've got, if you think about it, Maine Highlands, I would say probably the most popular regions, Greater Portland, Mm. Um, down east in Acadia, because everybody knows about Bar Harbor and Portland. Right. When you think about Maine, those are the probably the top two places. Um, the Maine Beaches is the southern
0: state with all those glorious beaches that mm. people go to. Um, people are be like, oh, I love Maine. I go to Maine every. Oh, I love Maine. York Beach. I'm oh, like, yes. Agunquit. I'm like, mm-hmm. talk to me when you've seen Fort I've Kent. i gone to Wells every <laughs> summer as a child. Yeah. Um, you Not know, that those are and, wonderful places, and
1: their marketing plans are just a little bit different than ours, um, and we do things a little bit differently, but we're still bringing people in. Um, I would say for Canadian visitation, our region and Aruistic, um are the top two regions for Canadian visitation, and that's mostly because we're right there. Mm-hmm. How do you? What do you measure? What kind of data do you collect? Well, the state collects data different than I collect. So the state has a lot more money and they hire these agencies to do visitor surveys, um, which we have nothing to do with, but they survey the visitors, where they're going, what they're doing when they're getting there. Um, They survey them on their visit, customer service, would they recommend Maine to other people, that sort of stuff. So it's a little bit big picture Um, for us. I mail out these handy dandy guidebooks. So each region has a guidebook, um, and we have mailed our guidebook this past fiscal year to every state in the union except Alaska.
0: What is wrong with Alaska? I,
1: uh, t- <laughs> I mean, I don't think we could get further away
0: from Alaska, right? Um, and more, and kind of more similar.
1: Yeah, uh, we see a lot of people, and this is. Um, statewide really we see a lot of people requesting information about our region from New York, Massachusetts, Pennsylvania, Virginia, Florida. Um we call those like our feeder states. Um and so we have mailed out over 900 guidebooks, which is twice as many as we did last year, which is awesome. Um I want people to want to know more about the Maine Highlands. So that's the kind of information that I keep um, we ask them when they when they request information from us they also tell us what their interests are camping bicycling lodging uh, all that sort of stuff so i have that data as well it's interesting that you say that
2: you didn't send any to alaska because when i was in college i my roommate my college roommate was from alaska and i forgot the service that you put in your where you want to go and the price you're willing to pay mm-hmm. and if they find one that match they automatically do it Oh like Priceline? Yes. Yeah. So this happened to me and I didn't realize that I had actually charged my card. <laughs> yeah. It was <laughs> it was really a bad situation. So I went to use my card I don't know a couple of weeks later and I had overdrawn my account. Because it was a debit card. Sure. So I went to the bank to figure out what had happened. And they said, well, you bought a plane ticket to Alaska for $550. Which is a great price. It was a great really? pr- price, right? And so I started to panic because I was only curious about how much flights would cost, etc. There's no way to get your money back. So I was committed to a flight to Alaska. So James ended up buying a ticket, too, when we went and... So, growing up in Bangor, I never perceived Maine to be beautiful or why anyone would want to live here or come here. It was really my belief is mm-hmm. we live in a dump and there's nothing here. And Why would you come here? And <laughs> <laughs> this is just the worst place ever to live. And when I went to Alaska, it was so beautiful. And it's really all they have there sure. is, is beauty. beauty. And I... That's when I realized how beautiful Maine was. It wasn't until I saw natural beauty, a different
1: kind of natural beauty, that I could appreciate our natural beauty. Well, I grew up in Orono. And then when it was time to graduate high school, I was like, I am out of here as fast as possible. So I left for college. And I lived in Boston for a while. And then I ended up going to grad school in New York. And I came back Not meaning to stay, but it was such a nice detox from living in New York City. Um, So I was away for about 10 years. And then I came back and I lived in Portland for a little while. Then I moved to Bangor to work for Bangor Metro. And it's just been these past few years when I've really been focusing on the main highlands and showcasing what this region has to offer that I've sort of fallen in love with it all over again. Like, I am doing things now as a 40-year-old that I have never done before for no good reason. Yeah, it's Like, crazy. there's no good... Like, this past weekend, um, I, some of my friends and I hiked Boarstone Mountain, which is part of um, the Moosehead Pinnacle Pursuit out in the Greenville area. And it was awesome! Yeah. And I had never done it before for no good reason. And so... Part of because it was I, too close. Well, part of why I love this job, you know. Well, people think, well, go to Acadia. You yes, yeah. But because Acadia has become this past, even this past few years, just so busy, mm-hmm. so busy, and with the road construction last year and this year, um, you know, getting there used to be easy, but now it's kind of it's kind of a pain.
0: Acadia, we always go down. We usually go down a couple times a year. I've had an I've I've had a season pass for mm-hmm. a while, and the last couple of years, we go down like let's, we, like one of the things we want to do is the Bubbles, like looks like a good family friendly trail. There has never been a place to park and you can't park on the street. Yep. So we go to Wonderland which is like our, our fallback oh, because it's, the kids love it there and it has great tide pools and you can park on the road yep. so you can definitely park and I have a pat, like I'm legit, I'm not poaching a spot right. and then we've tried to go into town for ice cream and there's no place to park in town. So I had a, actually had a friend recently who messaged me who lives doesn't live here and said I really want to come up to Maine for a night and I want to be in Bar Harbor and I, it's like but everything's like a two night minimum I'm like well it, that's how it's going to be mm-hmm. in July and August it just is I'm like well what are you hoping to do it's like I just want to get away from people and I was like then don't, don't go, go to, to Bar Harbor <laughs> go <laughs> to Lake. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was like I'm like here are 20 other places that you could go to get away, but I mean, you kind of get the, you see the pictures of Otter Cliff, like the just one. You the, see the um, pictures with no people in them because right. these photographers are going at like sunrise. Right, exactly. So like a, a picture from Otter Cliffs just won like a National Park Service yeah. photo contest or whatever. And it is beautiful and it's wonderful. But when you add all those people, yeah. I would much rather be.
1: It's a different experience.
0: At a different state park on either side or mm-hmm. Scudic Peninsula or there's a million other places yeah. you can go, but there's this. Idea that Bar Harbor is this quiet, quaint, and it's so—it's more crowded than Bangor. I think it's
1: it, like it, by a lot. The they had that Centennial celebration, which was a huge deal, and just that year was crazy, and it just hasn't stopped. Mm-hmm. So for me, you know, that was where we used to go. We go down there camping. We'll actually take the um, the the free shuttle bus around.
0: We've we've decided that's the only way that we yeah. can do it. If we go this year, is yep. to just commit to the bus. Yep. You know, when it sort of. But, you know, it is frustrating. You kind of lose your freedom. We live here. Yeah, and you have here. a pass. We have a pass. I remember yeah. there was one day with the first time we bought a pass, I bought it, it. was like Father's Day and it was a Father's Day gift. We stopped on the way in and bought the pass. And Dave was like, you just spent $40 on a park pass. Well, I'm like, whatever. It's a national park system. Sure. It's fine. And we sat on the, we went to Sam Beach. It wasn't, Too crazy. This was a few years ago. And I was listening to these two families who their kids started playing. So the two families started talking. And one said, Oh, we saved up all of our frequent flyer miles. We're from Minnesota. My husband travels for work a lot, but we finally had enough and we are here finally. And the other woman was like, Oh, we've been waiting. We've been saving up for three years. We're from Ohio and we finally made it. And isn't it beautiful? Isn't it wonderful? And I'm sitting there and I'm like, Dave. Do you hear this like we you're complaining about a $40 yep. pass we drove here in our own car we have lunch i yeah. made at home and it's still cold we're so close that yep. you lose that perspective that people literally make this a once in a lifetime sure. trip sure it's
1: a bucket list trip for so yeah. many people that don't live here. Dave. We forget that. <laughs> you know, we forget that. I still that. love you, Dave. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, yeah. So, but then so there, so my friend, I told her, I was like, well, what do you want to do? She's like, oh, i like to see the stars. I'm like, well, maybe if you came for the Night Sky Festival, but if you want to, there's a thousand other places that would be better for stargazing. I was at Acadia. a meeting
1: the other day and there were some women that were representing the Millinocket region and the Katahdin Woods and Waters National Monument that said that they just had a scientific study done, and the night sky is the blackest sky there in the country. Oh, I don't doubt it. Like there's some scientific proof that you can do that. But in Millinocket, yeah, by by the Katahdin Woods and Waters National Monument, because there's huh. there's no light, no pollution. no light, no light pollution for miles. And there's you know scientific they start study. They their own night sky festival. They should, except too many people will go. Um, so my my new thing is to find those hidden gems in our region that me, who has lived most of her life in this region, have never
0: seen. It's like you're a professional staycationer. Kind
1: of! Yeah! (laughs) Have you guys done any marketing to Mainers? We do do some marketing to Mainers um, mostly because as the Highlands we do get that would be a good use of money. The state doesn't want us to use the majority of our money to market to people in our own state. They want us to market to Because they bring state. their own
0: sandwiches. Pretty much.
1: <laughs> but, you know, when they do their study, they split it up into day trippers and overnight guests. So, for us, getting people up to Dover Foxcroft from Portland is legit. So, we do... Um, we're actually going to be starting to do a radio campaign with Maine Public, which will be throughout the entire state for our next grant cycle. Sort of branding the main highlands because it's kind of this term that not a lot of people understand what it is. I've never heard of it until I you. I'm surprised. Yeah, because, and I I think when they were like main beaches, you know where that is, um, a Clearly, um, a lot of the other places have names that make a lot of sense, and ours is kind of like what else would you call it? The middle. You know, like, <laughs> the woods you know like bugs and mountains like I don't know yeah. so we've been called the main <laughs> highlands we are embracing it um, and and I think that over the past year or two there have been an uptick in people interested in coming here and I think that has to do with um, with a lot of things like the Katahdin Woods Waters National Monument that was in the news for a really <laughs> Long time, mm. um, and there was tons of coverage. The New York Times, um, the Boston Globe. There's tons of coverage outside of Maine. Um, well, I had never been to Moosehead until should, last
2: summer. Really? Or maybe it was the summer before. It was the first time I'd ever been, and I went to the Sea Plain yeah. Fly-in, and it was so fun. And I couldn't believe how many people were in Moosehead. Yeah, it's, it's really in the middle of nowhere. It it's very isolated. Um, which is kind of... That's probably... Not, so I'm not helping your no, branding but that's, here.
0: <laughs> but
1: for us, that's why people come to our region. Because they want to get away from it. There's not... I mean, there isn't even cell service in most of the areas. Or Wi-Fi yeah. in our region. But parents can take their teenagers and plunk them up here. Do something fun and amazing and have an adventurous experience. And they can't they can't be on their phone. I mean yeah. they can, but there's no one for them to call because they have no service. Um and I think that for a lot of people that is a little it could be intimidating, but it's also kind of exciting.
2: Um and that grocery store, Indian it, Hill Trading Post, it's amazing. It's awesome. It is the most amazing grocery store in the state of Maine besides Whole Foods. It's
1: <laughs> it's pretty awesome. It's a it's a top contender though with Whole Foods. You can, yeah, well, you got groceries, you've got Timberland boots. Yeah. You've got crawlers and fishing gear. I mean, mm-hmm. it's pretty amazing. It really is.
0: Um See, I see I'd never go that direction because of where I grew up is basically has the lakes and the fishing and all that mm-hmm. and my parents are there. So yeah. I go to Grand Lake instead. Yeah. But there's this there was this great I forget how I found it, but I found this review that some kid did of Grand Lake Stream, which is not in the main Highlands, but it's the same it's kind close. Of thing. And his whole thing was, "This was the worst vacation ever. They don't have TVs in the mm-hmm. camps. There was no cell service. Yep. So if you want to be bored, go to oh. Grand Lake Stream." And I was like, "Well, that's kind of the point. That's
1: the point. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. There
0: are people who will go specifically for that. Yep.
1: But there's, I mean, there's tons of hiking. I've been doing a sort of started a waterfall tour. So last weekend." i took um my son and my parents and my nieces up to shinbrook village so we stopped in Patton and had some awesome barbecue at my friend christine's barbecue joint
0: Um, what's it called
1: flatlanders okay so good and then we took a left and went to shinbrook falls which is you have to know kind of where you're going and i i love asking local people for directions because they're like drive 14 miles and at you know old skitters place on the corner take a left there's no sign but you know what go. were we
0: just doing we just did this oh with we were trying to
1: give
2: our friend directions to damon's yeah and it was so funny because it was in a text thread and so gretchen and i were both typing at the same time and it, both of our responses popped up and i said oh it's over by the river before you get to brewer Next to where bears
0: used to be And
2: then Gretchen <laughs> said it was a totally Different description but it's Same, same
1: yeah. type so it of like, direction
0: it, it was where the old Obishan was yes, Yeah, like, yes.
1: And she's not from here yeah. So Just she's like, like I don't I know I have no what, idea what you're that talking that means about. Yeah. Um, But that was kind of what it's like And you go down this uh, wooden sign way up high And you go down and we saw these Awesome waterfalls at Shinbrook Falls um, If We didn't have the kids it was an amazing uh, Like a swimming hole at the top but They were too little to go. And this past weekend, I was out in Greenville with my friend Angie, who is the um, executive director of Destination Moosehead Lake. And whenever I go anywhere with her, I end up in the craziest places. Like, I'm I'm going down like these crazy dirt roads. There's no signs. She just happens to know where it is. We went to see um, Big Wilson Falls, which again was down this like crazy dirt road, like there are leaves coming in our windows. But once you get there, it was amazing. Um, So I'm trying to find these little gems and remember to take my camera, not my camera phone, my actual camera, um, and capture them. And I've been, you know, working on the Main Highlands Instagram account with posting, you know, got to do short videos and all. I learned how to do Instagram stories. I'm very proud of myself. <laughs> um, but have
0: find- you seen the Instagram polls? Those are cool, too. No, I, I haven't.
1: You might have to show those to me. Yes. But just finding these little hidden treasures that I feel like more people should know about because we were the only people there, literally. Yeah. And it was oh, yeah.
2: awesome. So what, it, what would be your go-to attraction in Lincoln? Because we have a family camp in Lincoln. So I go to Lincoln just about every sure. weekend in the state of Maine. But we go just to make uh, That huge loon in town. Yeah. Have you not seen? I'm just kidding. <laughs> um. I, so I go and then every now and then we'll take a trip in town and go to Martin's.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Woo. But Martin's I, is I feel actually like that, a place you should stop if you're in Maine.
1: Yeah. I love going to Lincoln in the fall because when you go over that you get off the highway and you go over that bridge it is that you right the colors right. are amazing yeah so if you, if you want to, and they have so many lakes to choose from and they're all pristine they are straight to the bottom you yeah. can go out there in the fall and just get a cabin and relax they have a ton of ATV trails there too. If you don't have an ATV there are more businesses in Maine popping up that will rent you an ATV.
0: Um, and like the side by sides are look a lot more friendly to drive Absolutely. Than a you don't have one. to go crazy.
1: I mean you can but you don't have to go crazy. But it's a way to get you into the woods that you wouldn't be able to go otherwise unless you're on a snowmobile. Um, so they have a ton of snowmobile trails and ATV trails there. Um, you could walk them actually. Um, just get out of the way when the ATV comes by um, <laughs> but I love going out there in the fall because their reflection on the water is absolutely stunning mm. um, it is quieter they have some amazing festivals going on like the homecoming festival um, is coming up um, in the summer they always have the uh, the baked beans they literally make it like bean hole beans in the ground they do it right <laughs> um, the river drivers festival out there
0: um, is that the one that Anthony Bourdain was at? I, thi- I think. I it was so. like it was either there in Millinocket, but one of my friends, her grandmother, was part of that. So that because he just died, that came up. Yes. very recently.
1: So they have a River Drivers Festival, uh, which they've sort of repurposed as like the Homecoming Loon Festival. Um, they also have a Trails End Festival in Millinocket, which is like the end of the AT. It's in the fall, and I know a lot of people that have hiked the AT go back the Trails End Festival up there and kind of celebrate. But, I mean, if you look at the back of our guidebook, the events in the summer are just crazy. There's so many awesome festivals to go to.
0: So Um, my daughter goes to uh, Girl Scout Camp and it's actually located in Baxter State Park because I think the camp predates the park, so it has Oh, maybe. So it has a lease in perpetuity or something as a Girl Scout camp and it is probably the most Like when you go, the lake that it's on has Katahdin in the back and here's this glassy lake in the front. And the lakes are the thing that I feel like people need to know about if you're not from Maine because we take our lakes for granted. Absolutely. 100% for granted. So my mom, when she moved here, she lived in um, Western New York State on Lake Erie. And she used to swim in Lake Erie and this was like in the height of pollution in the 50s, you know. And she'd talk about how she'd swim and you always swam with a breaststroke so you could push the fish out of the way. As you were like the dead fish to be able to swim and that was just how it was. Creepy and gross. Right. And she came to Maine and she kept walking in. She talks And she tells a story that she was walking into the lake and she was looking at her feet and she's up to her waist and she can still see her feet and she's up to her neck. And she was like, like, and you can see to the bottom of the lake anywhere. Or you look at these southern lakes and they look like a cup of cream coffee yeah and i'm like how do you jump into that that's why i, love, I love
1: moosehead because it's it's not mucky on the bottom mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of you can find a lot of lakes in maine that have that kind of muck um but we were up there on friday kayaking and you could just and the water wasn't actually it was much warmer that i had anticipated this time of year yeah um but it was so clear. I went to, with my crazy friend Angie, who knows everything, um, Lake Chisuncook, which I knew nothing about. But it's the second largest lake in Maine. And it was beautiful. So I feel like the kind of people that come to Maine, come to our region, come inland from out of state, um, are not are not the same kind of people that go to Portland. So the state... The main Office of Tourism has actually identified through their marketing agency three types of people that come to Maine. The first one is the social sophisticates. These are the people that like high class. They, you know, like fine dining. Not me. <laughs> I you am not a not social be. sophisticate. And then they have the, there are two that come to our region. They're called the Balanced Achievers and the Genuine Originals. And so these people, the balanced achievers, skew a little bit older with families. Um, genuine originals want to be the ones that that are trendsetters. They want to go where people other people don't want to go. Um, so these are the kind of the adventurer people that we try to target to come to our region. It's the people that um, want to get out and do stuff. They don't necessarily need um, a planned itinerary, but... That's why it's so great to have Bangor as part of our region because they can fly in or start in Bangor, do the art museum, the children's museum downtown and sort of either head north, west, north or northeast and have a completely different experience.
0: That's why I love I mean I love Bangor because you can drive an hour in any direction or 2 hours max and be in a totally different scene. You can Absolutely. be in Acadia, you can be in Portland, you can be at in Greenville, you yeah. can be you know, choose your adventure. The you other can thing stay too- in Bangor,
1: go up to Greenville an hour and 45 minutes, hop on the Katahdin steamship, take a moose safari, go out and see some wild animals and then come back in town and have an amazing dinner and see a show.
0: The other thing too is that I love the ocean and I love going to the ocean but we don't do anything in the ocean because it's freezing cold up I, no here. No one's swimming in the ocean. No one swims in the ocean. You could do a whale watch if you have And I've done that when I was younger. Or you could, you know, do a tour a boat ride or mm-hmm. something. But the thing about lakes in Maine, I feel like the lakes sometimes get overlooked, but there's so much more you can do right. on a lake. And when you, like, uh, in Florida, there's the Gulf Coast and there's mm-hmm. the, the Atlantic Coast. And the Atlantic Coast is those huge, huge surf, huge sure. big waves. And I much prefer the Gulf Coast because it doesn't calmer. have that. So you take kids and you can float and you can play and you can walk. And you're not worried about your kid being sucked out to sea, which has happened. Sure. You know, and... Or sharks. Yeah, exactly. So I always... So it's kind of like the lakes in Maine or like the Gulf Coast of Florida. It's calmer. You can, you know, you can still go on a kayak tour, but you're on a lake and you're looking down at and seeing through the water and looking sure. down through. And you can fish and you can swim and you can, you know, do so many more things. Yeah.
2: We James and I have always had this debate because ideally I'd like to retire near water, but I'd prefer the ocean. And his argument is, of course, just the same as yours, Gretchen. <laughs> it's like, why do you want to retire mm-hmm. near the ocean? There's so much more you can do in a lake. You can fish you can swim yeah. you can actually you can get a boat you can go tubing yes. and
0: then in the winter it freezes over and, and you go have ice a friend fishing. Skating. Lives on the lake yeah. yeah
2: but I just I love the smell of sea air yeah I do too and I love the tranquility of the waves That's coming so in to and live out in the lake. I know I know all the reasons Exponentially. but there's something just so peaceful about the ocean it's it's one of my favorite places and you know, we were just in the Caribbean and although it was beautiful there mm-hmm. I, I said it a few times when we were there. Maine oceans are so much more beautiful, even though you can't swim in them the way you could there. I I just didn't. I just think our oceans are amazing. Like Acadia is beautiful, yeah. and it probably is the most beautiful. But when I lived in southern Maine, I went to the beaches down yeah. through there, and
1: it's like a paradise. It's down just there. a little bit more character to them, I think.
2: Yeah, they're it, not all the same, right? And it just it feels it always felt like wow this is paradise and here we are in Maine and people when you travel they're like why do you live in Maine? What are you doing in Maine? What do you guys do up there? You know there's like this interesting
1: stigma and there really isn't a lot of industry here but it's so beautiful. I had a college roommate who thought Maine was part of Canada. (laughs) A lot of people think that.
0: I've heard (laughs) that before. like
1: no that's a a state. When Um. I was in high school I was a (laughs) I did this travel cheerleading
2: team and we were in Tennessee and so there were cheerleaders from all across the state and I don't remember where this team was from but they came over to us and we were talking to them and they said oh where y'all from somewhere in the south I they were from and we said oh we're from Maine they go Maine you all have cheerleaders in Maine and I said yeah why wouldn't you think we had cheerleaders in Maine I thought all you did up there was eat crab and go to the bathroom in an outhouse (laughs)
1: <laughs> they got it all wrong Yeah they do But we do do that Or or when I talk Actually to, you know what We just squat right in yeah. the woods When I talk to people They're like Maine I love Maine Oh it's so beautiful Oh And I think a lot of people Have this Idyllic Idea of Maine Which is lobsters and lighthouses Yeah But there is so Like Maine is a bigger state Than a lot of people realize And there's so much more than just lobsters and lighthouses. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love me some lobsters and lighthouses. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's so much more. Like, I had no clue, and I found this out last year, that the Penobscot River um, has world-class fly fishing. And people come from all over the country. Again, with Angie, she's taking me up the Golden Road to these camps. And I said to her, I'm like, what the heck would people... Ever come up here for and stay here in this cape. it is in legit the middle of nowhere like i just spent the last 45 minutes on a dirt road to get here and she goes oh well over the bank behind you is some of the best fly fishing in the entire country and people from all over the all over the country come here to do that and i was surprised i mean i'm not a, i don't fish so why would i know that um, but people from all over come here to do that sort of outdoorsy stuff. Just because I don't know about it doesn't mean it doesn't happen. I mean, people come here hunting, fishing um, from really all over the country. Where do they fish in the Penobscot River around here? Um, I think for the fly fishing, you have to go a little bit more
0: out there. Um I don't, I don't, I mean, you can They fish, fish. in the Kanduskeg. Yeah. They fish in, um, the Salmon Club is on the yep. Penobscot uh, in Brewer on the banks of the Penobscot. Yep. Mm-hmm. And there's there a, there
1: are like public There's also access. a kids fishing
0: thing up there if you.
1: Yeah. And they do a lot of great stuff in the winter with ice fishing too. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of ice fishing derbies on these beautiful lakes in the winter. Mm. Um, so what's the go-to attraction in Bangor? Our, the one? We, well,
2: we well we met this guy on a plane, and he's going to be flying into mm-hmm. Bangor all summer because he's a consultant for some sure. computer agency for the hospitals. And he said he was asking us advice on what we, he should do in Bangor, and we had a really difficult time coming up well, with ideas. What he likes
1: to do? Like there are tons of breweries. You could do a brewery. We did. Tour. We did. We said that. Um, yeah. If you like to eat out, there's tons of places to eat out. They have. um Uh, I think Bangor Green Drinks just came out with their Bangor Trails map. Oh, I saw that. That that um, was recent. Which looks really cool. That was Um, cool. And it's going to be super useful um, so he can do that. Um, The university has a lot of, you know, stuff going on. You've got some great um, museums up there. The shows at either the Waterfront concerts or the Collins Center probably not not so much in the summer. Um, But there's a ton of fun. There always seems to be something going on outside. Like, I feel Mm -hmm. like the, wa- the waterfront is really being capitalized. It seems every weekend there's something different going on. There was on. like a food
0: truck festival last weekend. Yeah, there's, a there's a beer like some, festival coming up A wings thing. Yeah,
1: which is awesome, but I feel like a lot of times people that are planning these events aren't taking into consideration other people that are in the area that are also planning events. Mm-hmm. So this sort of needs to be like a clearinghouse of events. Yeah. Because when there's so much going on it like your brain drowns it out. Yeah, well, a the, bit. when we had the Bangor West
2: Little League opening day, it, there were a ton of activities, mm-hmm. and it was opened up to the whole city yeah. for kids and everything. And, but at that that same day, there was another kids' festival thing going on yeah. downtown. But the two organizers just didn't know until yeah, it was too, too late, too deep into the planning,
1: yep. which I think can be a pro- especially with this waterfront and more people having more events on it. Um, that can be a problem it could be a problem having too much stuff to do (laughs) but um a lot of people come in town from southern Maine even from New Brunswick to these concerts Mm. tons of people are coming in town I mean I remember I don't remember who it was here but they didn't have any hotel rooms as far away as Waterville yeah, I've
2: heard that cuz my sister used to work at a hotel, which is, you know, you see in the these area. hotels coming up and you're like, what
1: who are these people staying here? Yeah. But they exist. They're coming here doing business. They're coming here for concerts. Um You know, it really depends on on what you're interested in in Bangor. I mean, it's a great little hub. Downtown is awesome. I think Thursday nights they should be starting those concerts again soon. Right. The, uh, what are they, more uh, cool sounds? Cool Sounds summer concerts. Yeah. yeah. In Pickering Square. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
0: And they have, a, and they'll do a little vendor market usually yeah. or the farmers markets. I think that, I think the thing that people do here is and it, like a sort of nothing. That well, you can come here and you can be like, hey, I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to walk down the waterfront and then I'm going to stop, go yeah. walk down to Gagan's and yeah. maybe I'll get, a beer and I'll get dinner and then I can go walk back up and sure. check out the music or I, you know it's not like there's a definitive event. There's some yes. cool festivals though in the there highlands. are like the Whoopi Pie Festival has that had, that not happen. No, it's coming at the end of June
1: and um it's fabulous if you've never been. Basically Dover, Foxcroft shuts down, um and there's a really awesome state park there called. Peekskenny Kenny State Park. We love Peak Love Peaks Kenny. We go there a lot, and if you just want to go for a day trip, they have an awesome beach with a lifeguard. Even um, we went um, on Friday to Lily Bay State Park, which I hadn't been to in a really long time, but we found this campsite that had its own like private access to the beach on like right on Moosehead. It's right there. Um, what I love about the state parks in our region is that they're, and I think statewide, they're just so well maintained Mm -hmm. um you're not going to get you know you're not going to be able to plug in your television and get television but that's not really what you're going there for um one of the really fun things that i know that people like to do in the summer up in the greenville area is to go to mount kineo um they have a golf course out there it's one of the oldest golf courses in the nation i believe it's a nine-hole golf course there are three rustic um state uh state camping sites that are first come first serve and they have a really nice hike to the top. Um, it's part of the Moosehead Pinnacle Pursuit which is six peaks in the Moosehead region um, that you can hike at your leisure and when you've done all six whether it takes you one year or seven years you get this cool little patch. Oh cool. Um, mm-hmm. So I started mine with Boarstone this past weekend um, and my hope is to do all of the mountains around that region. Um, but to get to get to Mount Kineo, in the summer, you have to take the ferry or kayak, and they have both of those options. Um, but in the winter, you can just snowmobile over there. Um, <laughs> so it's just sort of things like that that you have to you have to sort of think about because the summer season here is not very long. Mm-hmm. You just have to think of what you want to do. Like the Moosehead region and Katahdin in the winter, as long as there's snow, they're busy. Because they have a whole different clientele of snowmobilers, uh, which is its own little awesome community. Like they will, you can go to Canada on the ITS trails from here, um, and people will pop in and out, and there are lots of snow cross races, um, which is one of the reasons that I think Maine is pretty awesome because it changes all year long. It's changing into a different season where you can do different things. Yeah, we.
2: I work with a lot of people who are not from Maine and they will describe it in the same way that you just mm-hmm. did. Let's say you know you can live in Bangor and you can be in a magical place sure. in an hour and in the winter you can ski and, and you can ice skate, yeah. and you can ice fish, and in the summer you can fish and snow tube. And I the, mean um and and the tube. thing is is you water can, ski sorry you can do
1: these things on your own. But if you are not a hundred percent comfortable, you can hire a guide. There are Tons of people here that will help you. Like I, I feel like a lot of people from away, like, oh, I don't have a canoe or kayak. I, I can't go do that. Yes, you can. You can rent them there.
0: It's not expensive. You can rent snowmobiles. Um, so my my dad is a mastermind guide yeah? and has been guiding for f- yeah. maybe almost 50 years. And he guides people. One of the things is that um, there's a whole group of uh, economic advisors and financial people that come up to my hometown every summer. They used to, CNBC or Bloomberg or one of those mm-hmm. used to come up and do a live broadcast but it was pretty remote so they don't do that anymore. But they have all these huge world meetings of economic um, analysts up there and they rent all the guides and they go out fishing and they write about it so there will be articles in the New York Times and stuff but a guide ca- has all the equipment knows exactly where to Absolutely. go provides all the safety equipment can take care of you and you can give have you that adventure oh, yeah. without feeling unsafe um, Oh yeah. another
1: place that I have found this past year is the um, Appalachian Mountain Club The we went out to Whistler Lodge and
0: did a photo shoot And
1: it's beautiful. So they have three lodges out in the western part of our region. Is Sugarloaf
0: included in your region?
1: Mm -mm. Nope. Nope. The um, main huts to trails is in the Main Lakes and Mountains region. So we have the AMC. And so we have the three lodges. And Meadow is the newest lodge. And what you can do is, I mean, they're beautiful. There's, you know, you're not going there to to watch TV or any any sort of that that stuff but you can snowshoe or ski from lodge to lodge right and and stay and they will move all of your stuff for you. So you put your bags so you don't have to feel like you have to cart all your stuff. You put your bags in these little bins, they throw them in the back of a sled and they will cart them there for you. So what might seem like an unattainable adventure really isn't if you do a little bit of research.
0: What would you tell someone who was coming to Maine for the first time? What should they prepare for? What should they?
1: Definitely in
0: June, bring bug spray. <laughs> mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. were up in uh,
1: Shinbrook Falls and just strangely weren't prepared, and we were eaten alive. Um, but I, I would suggest, when anyone asks me, when is the best time to come to Maine? I usually say September um, or October. Depending on the person. So usually the, if, if they're asking me and I say, well, if you, don't, if you don't have kids, come up in September because everyone's back in school. Mm-hmm. Everything is still open where you want to go. It's just not as busy. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. And it's beautiful. Um, the state has this. Uh, the Maine foliage report is awesome. And because the foliage in Maine differs depending on if you're in the mountains or if you're on the coast, so you can really plan ahead for your main foliage vacation or tour by checking out the regions where you want to go and historically when the peak week is. Um, we get a lot of people that come up for that um, and, you know, a lot of people go to Bar Harbor too, but I feel like when I have been going to, to shows for the MOT, I go to some of their trade shows, people will say to me, I've been to Bar Harbor, I've been to Portland, What's next? And I always ask them, what do you want to do? When do you want to come? They love the foliage. And I say, well, we have this amazing scenic byway, the Katahdin Woods and Water Scenic Byway. It's beautiful. It is not congested. If you have some time, come on up, bring your binoculars, bring your camera um, and do that. I saw a bunch of a couple of guys, um, adventure photographers this year, do the Hundred Mile Wilderness in the winter. Which is not something that I would do. (laughs) But if you're looking for sort of that like Appalachian Trail-esque thing and you have the time, doing the 100-mile wilderness is a lot of fun. Have you done it? I have not. I've done parts of it. Mm -hmm. I haven't done it. My sister hiked the Appalachian Trail um, and did the 100-mile wilderness. But if if you're looking to not be a thru-hiker but still get that little... Feeling, You go by some amazing waterfalls. You go right through Gulf Haggis, which I checked off my bucket list a couple years ago. And I was like, why haven't I been here before? <laughs> I've never been, but I really want to go. Why haven't I Describe been here Gulf before? It is called the Grand Canyon of Maine. And we actually just sent a photographer out there a couple of weeks ago to capture it. We, um, we're always updating our photo library so that we have amazing photos of our region that are timely. Um, to use this promotion it if you do the whole rim trail it's long um, but you don't have to do the whole thing Um, you hike in as part of the Appalachian Trail you have to depending on which way you go in I always go in the katahdin Ironworks side you have to ford a river so you gotta take off your shoes and wade through this river and you're hiking through the woods and you just happen upon these amazing waterfalls um mm-hmm. And it's great on a hot day because you can go swimming. Um, you can take your dog. So dogs are welcome if you like to hike with your dog. Um, and it's – the photographer that we sent has done a lot of um, photography, hiking photography. Her name's Kate Borgo. And she said that she has never seen anything like this anywhere else in Maine, um, hmm. which is a true testament to how beautiful it really is. Um and it's not that far it's an hour from here up to Brownville Junction and it's it's you know you stop at a little gate you pay a little fee and you go on a new hike for the day if you want to do some rustic camping bring a tent get a campsite um, along the river and um, and have an adventure just traipsing through this wonderland of waterfalls um, it's beautiful cool you should go Kelly I I will I'm, is it kid-friendly kid or not? It's kid-friendly. Um, you don't have... I would... Depending on how old your kid is, like, my kid would be like, my legs hurt. I can't do this. Um, he's an indoor cat. So how old is he? He's five and a half. Yeah. I get so one of those. I have an indoor cat. <laughs> and my goal this summer is to get him to be an outdoor cat. Um, So, we did a short hike in uh, May in Bar Harbor. It was... The Great Head Trail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and that kind of gave him some confidence. Like, yes, I can do this. Um I'm trying to find that in the guidebook where the Gulf Vegas is But um Yeah, I have I an indoor get cat. In an outdoor cat. He isn't
2: he, one it, just wants to lay on the couch, the other one wants to do all the things.
1: It's I would love for him to want to do more things outside. And I feel like now's my chance. So I've I've given him a little bit of confidence. So I feel like I can do it. I can do it.
0: What are some other kid-friendly, you know,
1: destinations? I'm gonna say whitewater rafting with a caveat because you can take kids whitewater rafting. Um, it depends on the river, depends on the time of year, and it depends on, um, you know, the level of rapids. So if you've got an eight-year-old, you can absolutely find a whitewater rafting trip for them. Um, it might not be. As exhilarating as you want I mean I went on a whitewater rafting Trip last year where I like was bounced out Of the boat mm-hmm. um, I've had one of those I'm, not, is, I'm scared of whitewater rafting though. Oh my gosh I love it I would do it again I went underwater and I
2: had a life jacket on And I yep. was submerged for quite a while And I was pretty sure I was never coming back Up and then some guy reached In and he pulled me out of The water and I remember saying
0: I'll, I will never go whitewater rafting oh. Ever again okay that's where you're gonna be different From my sister
2: She's into whitewater rafting? Oh, she was
0: an outdoor guide in the West for for 12 years. Love that. Spent whole summers up in Idaho and stuff.
2: I'm a safety Ah, fanatic. She was safe. She survived. I know, but because I had that one bad experience, and that's why I'm also, um, I don't like four-wheelers, because my mom Mm -hmm. flipped me on a four-wheeler when I was, I think, eight, and my head landed. So you know how the seats curved? Sure. When the four-wheeler flipped, my head was right underneath the curve, Otherwise, I would have been totally dead because the right. the thing flipped right on top of me. So ever since then, I've been terrified of them. Um. I hate them. They scare me. It's, it's an issue. I've got safety. Not issue. necessarily. I mean, you
1: don't have to take um something that I and really also ride
2: bike. Yeah, ride bikes. I love the carriage trails, and I know that's another yep. Acadia thing, but it's they're, so
1: beautiful. They're in here, so our region has a bunch of rail trails. So these are basically trails that used to be railroads. And they have um, been converted into multi-use recreational paths, which is great for people of all ages because you're not, it's not like hiking. You're not tripping over routes. Um, You can, some of them you can go horseback riding on, but you can take your bicycles and go on them. And there's a whole list of them in our guidebook. Um, The Walden Park Trail is right here in Bangor. Um, There's some in Dover. Um, There's some in LaGrange. So they're, they're flatter, So, but they can't, you're not allowed to necessarily ride a snowmobile on them. But they're great walks. Um, They're great places to take your kids and ride bikes. Um, So if you don't want to have an ATV, then you can do the rail trails. There's a trail actually kind of from my house on Bennett Road in Orono all the way into town along the river. And it's lovely. That's not the paved, you main trail,
0: right? No, it's a different one. Um, Those are great trails to take. New bike riders on. Yes, once at the
1: university. Yes. Well, yeah. or at the university or, or at the waterfront. I rail trails. I've taken I used to take my kids to
0: the waterfront in Bangor for them to practice yep. because there's no cars. People are really forgiving. They're nice, yep. big, wide, flat, paved little roads. They feel like they're on, like, you know, it can make different routes. Yeah. And when they were just figuring out how to ride bikes, it was a really great place to go and take Absolutely. them and let them kind of go free and get some confidence yeah. out there. I would um, take my kids too. down there
1: tonight. There are some great trails up around the university as well. I mean, we like to go to the Bangor Forest, obviously. That's a place that we like to go. Um, If you have, if you're looking to get out of Bangor, do something with your kids, something that's really fun to do is take a ride on the steamship Katahdin. Mm. Um, It's kind of like you can bring bring a picnic lunch, and you just go out, and, and you go around. And if you're interested in the history you can listen it's not one of those where you have to sit still you can kind of get up and walk the decks um, it's really beautiful in the fall you can get these fall foliage tours and they've been doing a lot of interesting events out there where um, they'll do like a wine pairing cruise they'll do um, rock and roll cruise where they have music playing um, mm-hmm. aboard this really neat old ship um, which is always really fun to do Um
0: what about moose? Do people ever ask you where to find a moose?
1: People ask the silliest questions sometimes. I saw a moose on my way home from Moosehead the other day.
0: Because, um, you know, uh, Sarah Smiley, who's been on twice, has still not yet seen a moose. She hasn't? No.
1: Well, because moose don't hang and out she's during gone to, the day.
0: But she's gone to all the places, like Sandy Stream Pond, where we used to go when we were kids, yep. like guaranteed to see a moose. And she
1: needs to go out dusk.
0: Yeah, because during the day, well, I think even like the sports writer from BDN took her out and was like the first time he never like she's moose repellent. My aunt just shot a moose. She needs to hook up with a guide.
1: Go on I one think, of those moose safaris, yeah. which go out either at sunrise or sunset. Like people are just like walking through town like, where's all the moose? Yeah. <laughs> you're like, they're sleeping. <laughs> they're in the woods. They're taking a nap. That'd be fun. A moose
2: safari. Eat. do we have a checklist you know how they do those things we should do that you know how they have those things that are that are like 48 hours in a, wherever mm-hmm. there's one for Portland 48 hours in Portland mm-hmm. Maine but we should have something like that and a checklist
1: maybe just a checklist of almost like a scavenger hunt yeah or something a scavenger hunt for the main highlands and then one Um, could be kid-friendly and one could be well i've been working on um there are some itineraries in our guidebook depending on if you have kids if you don't have kids and i'm going to be working on that um the main highlands has a new blog that's going to be launching after the fiscal year starts so after july 1st and um part of that blog is going to be answering the burning moose questions that everybody has Um, and just trip ideas like if you have a day and you want to go here here are some ideas of what you do
0: I feel Um, like I've got just gotten ideas because I don't ever go to Greenville but now I'm like well maybe we should go to Greenville even though we have our awesome
2: up there I never I I had never been and I I love
1: Dover Foxcroft it is cute to drive through Dover 50 miles 50 minutes to get there Yeah. Um, I love having lunch at the Mill Inn um, right in town. It's that old mill that was converted mm-hmm. to the Mill Inn and Cafe. They have amazingly like beautiful modern rooms if you ever need a place to stay. Um, and they have an awesome cafe. So go there for lunch. Hit up the Whoopi Pie Festival because that's a lot of fun. Sebec Lake is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, you can rent, I believe, canoes and kayaks right at the state park. I think it's like $2 yeah. or something. And on the way to Moosehead, too and I don't know what town
2: this is in but you'll probably know they have that Pineland Farms Monson Monson
1: Monson's so cute and Monson's
0: going through some sort of well because the Lever Foundation has put a lot
1: of money into Monson um, because it's it's sort of like an artist enclave and so it's kind of having a little renaissance I was driving back the other night and there's a new fine dining restaurant called The Quarry that apparently just opened I haven't been to yet because they just opened but I but I'm like this is this is cute. This is really special. Something something neat along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hope that that the Libra Foundation and the money going into that community produces some cool stuff.
2: And I know that Piscataquis County is doing all sorts of really interesting and collaborative work in healthcare. Uh, yes, <laughs> they are. They I mean it is so exciting what they're doing. Yep. To connect the communities and try to get you know drawn resources, absolutely. but make interesting um, com- community-based programs yep. for
1: seniors. And-, and I hear the Bissell Brothers is opening up their place in Milo this summer, um, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So I know Milo. I feel like there's been a lot of stuff going on about Milo too, and you know it's just sort of like Milo. Hmm. If anyone wants to find one of our guidebooks, they're absolutely free. Um, You can pick them up at the Bangor International Airport or the Bangor Convention and Visitors Bureau. But if you are not from the local region and you want me to mail you one, all you have to do is go onto our website, themainhighlands.com, and request one. And I will put that in the mail and send it right out to you. And they'll have
0: links to all this stuff in the show notes as well. Yeah, we have maps.
1: We have guides. Um, I have guides from all of uh, the chambers in our region, too. So um that's something that you could do, it doesn't cost anything, and we are happy to share um a little bit of information about our awesome part of Maine with anyone that's
0: interested. There's more than more York than Beach. There Wait. is.
1: <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg
2: did exactly he did. what you described. Came to Bangor as yep. the hub, had dinner at Fiddleheads. I saw him. Yeah. Went up
0: to Millinocket. I was, which was so awesome. excited.
2: Yeah, and then went to Millinocket. It was so weird because I was standing in the um what do they call that the galley area? There's it, it where um Moosehead, sorry the the entrance to fiddlehead. Yep, it's like that brick. Yeah, the uh, it has it a called? name. Like I know the alley. It it's like you're outside, but you're not outside. The courtyard. Yeah, the courtyard. And I was just talking to my in-laws, and all of a sudden I saw Priscilla, and I, you know, in Bangor, you know, a lot of people. Right, So it wasn't that odd to me Because mm-hmm. I looked at her and I was like oh yeah Oh I know her And then <laughs> and then I went back to my conversation And then it Triggered in my brain Wait a second What are you doing here <laughs> What is going on I know her because she was pregnant So it was mm-hmm. very clear that it was her And then he comes right down behind her And I'm like this is not happening What is Mark <laughs> yeah. Zuckerberg doing No he went
1: up to Millinocket He like yeah. talked to people up there Um, you know, Millinocket is, I'm just, I feel like they're just about to turn a corner. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, their marathon has been amazing for that region, the Millinocket Marathon. It's free. Oh yeah, I know so many people who have done that. And they have people from all over the country and all over the world come do this free marathon, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, my friend said, and she listens to this
2: podcast, so here you go. (laughs) Here you go, Katie. This is a shout out to you. She said, I don't understand why Mark Zuckerberg went to Bangor. No offense or anything. Well, but
1: you know what? To, he went to smaller towns and regions all over the country. It wasn't yeah, just yes,
2: us. Exactly. But it sounds like there are categories of people. And he kind of, I know he had an ulterior motive, mm-hmm. but if we didn't know about that, you'd put him into that, would you say, sophisticated. I don't know. It was the one where they social wanted... Social Yeah, they want to find something that no one else has found. Oh, no, the genuine originals. Genuine, genuine original. originals. Yeah. So maybe she's a social sophisticate. Maybe. And Highlands would just not be on her list.
1: Nope. <laughs> but it's on plenty of other people's lists. That's yes. right. She
2: could just stay down in Portland.
1: There you go. And I, you know, I like going to Portland, too. <laughs> yeah, me too. Maine's a big state, and you can get lots of different things no matter where you are. And the county...
2: So one more thing, and I know we'll go to favorite things, but the county... And I know that's not on your service area. No,
1: but it's but right north of us. We work with them.
2: We go to the county once a year because my husband's entire family is mm-hmm. from the county and his dad's buried up there. And every year it's still so beautiful because it's just so much farmland.
1: The St. John Valley
2: is beautiful. It's so beautiful. It's just. And then the old houses with the yep. big farms. Yep. And there's the peace. It's just mm-hmm. a sense of peace. Yep. So it's worth going up there, too. Absolutely. And that Hampton Inn, is it a Hampton, or Hilton?
1: Hilton Garden. Kyle?
0: Yes. No, I think it's a Hampton Inn.
1: Yeah. In Presque Isle. It's a nice hotel. There was, I was watching 207 <laughs> the other night, and there was um, the food writer on there, um, I think from down east, and they're doing this new thing with them now. And he did this review of the um, the uh, Long Lake Sporting Club, oh. which is is sort of like a, cult place that I have only been to once but now I'm just kind of like you know what that place was awesome I need you yeah. go back yeah and there's a bu- and there's a great bar to impress
2: Kyle Irish Settlers Pub. Irish Setter yeah, yeah Irish Setter yeah it's super cute in there Get up
1: Cafe Sopresso because that's a really good place to eat
2: is it okay mm-hmm. I'll have to when we go this summer that's yeah, where I'll go it's awesome that's where I'll go we went to his dad's buried in um not Fort Fairfield Ashland Ashland mm-hmm. and there's one restaurant in Ashland and it's this quintessential old diner that probably smells worse than Pats but everything <laughs> nothing has changed
1: <laughs> I know, love Pats I, I do too it smells good I, love, I do I, I do love too, Pats But
2: when you come out of Pats everyone knows you've been you there You smell yeah, exactly. so bad and if you go down to the basement it does smell down there Now listen Pats pizza is in my yes. top 5 faves
1: so um. I love it. In high school, if you were like, if you were, you know, sneaking some butts, you know, with your friends, you could go home and your parents be like, oh, you stink of cigarettes. And you could say, well, I was was at Pat's. Pat's?"
2: Yeah. (laughs) I was at Pat's. So anyway, this. Not anymore. We, after the burial, we went to this little place in Ashland and I'll find the name of it. And we walked in and the entire restaurant stopped eating. And they all started to stare at us. It was so clear that we were from away. They're like, wait a second. We know everyone in this town. Who, Who are you? Who are you guys? I like that.
1: Yeah. Nice. It was fun. It's awesome. So, do you have your favorite thing? My favorite thing is I, I, so I have a favorite tourism thing, and that is that I, um, I'm excited to do the whole Moosehead Pinnacle pursuit. I want to do all those mountains. Um, but on a more personal note, my favorite thing might be my new kitten. Oh, a kitten!
2: That's yeah. why you referenced your child as a indoor cat.
1: No, I, I've always <laughs> referenced him as an indoor cat. This is what it is. But it's it's just this little thing that's bringing new joy into my life. Yeah. Um. That I didn't expect to love so much. So, is this your first cat? It's my first cat as an adult. I guess I always had cats growing up. I have a geriatric Chihuahua. But I'm just really looking forward to summer. My son Ian is not into computers or tablets or anything like that, which is pretty awesome. So I'm trying to be more cognizant in unplugging from that like worky world and taking my inside cat and going outside
0: mm-hmm. and
1: doing some more exploring, taking him to those waterfalls. He would love those. Swim in the swimming holes. Yeah. Putting on bug spray. I'm looking forward to getting ready to enjoy the summer. Having some whoopie pies at that whoopie pie festival. Have you seen the,
0: the new one at Specialty Sweets? No. Oh, my God. They married a whoopie pie and a Needham, and made the most. What? I yes, love needoms. Right? And made the most main dessert. Is it? I'm like, how did it take this long to happen? Is, explain this to me. <laughs> so, so for people who aren't listening, so a whoopie pie is basically like an inside out cake and it has two cake halves, like a, like a cake Oreo mm-hmm. and it has like a filling. And a Needham is a potato coconut candy that's dipped in chocolate. So they made the filling for their whoopie pies out of Needham <gasps> filling. Do you know that I once, so going back to religion, I, this is a dream that I had years ago that I will remember forever. And in the dream, I went to a church and instead of communion, they gave out Needham's and they were like, because you need him. And I was like, I can get behind this religion. <laughs> I like that. So there, that's the only church I go to is one that gave me free candy. Well, and the whole
1: thing about whoopie Pies and why they have a whole festival is because you could do it really differently. Like the oh, yeah. filling. Some people make it with Crisco. Some people don't. Like it's all different.
0: And another, and because we have grown up in the land of whoopie pies, almost every time I do this hack, somebody comments on it. But if you're ever at a birthday party or whatever, you get a cupcake, mm. you break off the bottom of the cupcake you're and you flip it down. over and you put it on top of the frosting and you have now made a whoopie pie, basically, sure. and you can eat, your frosting and cake ratio is oh, consistent yes. and you don't get frosting That's on your really face. That's really important, the it's ratio. It's a little life hack uh-huh. there
2: for I'm you. That ratio. Yes. I have witnessed Gretchen do this. <laughs> Yes, at the community spaghetti dinner. And she was so proud of it. She was telling everyone around her, you see, you've got the perfect ratio. Oh, and I had never seen sandwich. it. Well, because yeah.
0: people, whenever I do it, people always look at me like, what are what you, are you doing? doing? Yeah, So I wasn't like on a stage demonstrating.
2: Well, at first when you started doing it, I thought you were trying to cut half of it off to save calories or something. Oh, hell and that, no. It, it, it did. It. it really caught me off guard because I just didn't think it was something you would do. You, you know, like if you're going to eat it, you're going to enjoy like, it. Right. Yeah.
1: And then she goes into her whole... whoopie pie they come up with some really interesting flavors Um, I really like pumpkin ones Mm -hmm. in the fall they've got like oatmeal red velvet I mean anything you can think of lemon
0: cake the whoopie pie cafe down here which is just down the street from my house has a ton of flavors and they have uh, they have one that my daughter likes is the blueberry pancake (gasps) so it's like blueberry cakes and maple filling Ooh, Ooh. and then there's one uh, one I like it's like dark and stormy or something Mm -hmm. it's like sea salt caramel and dark chocolate it's really good
2: well, I've it's married a, two main things, which I also highly recommend, and it's holy donuts with Gifford's ice cream. It's like a brownie sundae except with donuts. That you, sounds pretty. You amazing. have to try
1: it. I may be the only person amazing. in Maine who isn't like that fond of holy donuts. No, I've my never real been, no, I'm no Shira,
2: husband. my one of my best friends, yeah. she isn't either. She because she just came up and she bought. Uh, I begged her to stop and get a dozen Holy Donuts, so she did, and she was all happy and fine about it. But is then, of it, course is it
0: because she, of your religion?
2: What? No. <laughs> and then she texts after she gets in the car, and she's like, $35 and 70 cents. I don't know. And so we we bought um, Mr. Bagel, uh, not Mr. Bagel, uh, Bagel Central Bagels, mm-hmm. and then we all met up. And she probably slammed down three Bagel Central Bagels. And she said, these are just so much better than the Holy Donuts.
1: I just, I'm just not into it. I'm just not that into it for how I much just, they cost. I'm not that into like such cakey donuts see I, I love them I make a mean apple cider donut but it takes commitment mm-hmm. see I don't even like donuts but I like those donuts they're mm-hmm. so amazing
0: I'm can in- we all agree on Giffords oh, yeah. oh Giffords is amazing so and so Giffords ice cream if you are in Maine there's a couple places in the highlands I mean Giffords is Skowhegan part of your mm-hmm. or? it's not but oh. yes but there's Giffords all over so go, to, go to Giffords well, we Giffords went to
2: Bucksport cream. this weekend for a little like Hoopla Fairy Festival. Actually, my camera was on the news. It was so funny. They were interviewing him and his friend about fairies. They were making a fairy Mm -hmm. house as part Mm -hmm. of the festival. But anyway, I digressed. the The little ice cream shop there sells Giffords ice cream. A lot of places do. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like you can get it anywhere. Yeah. But you can't get Holy Donuts everywhere.
1: No, you can't.
2: They are very limited, and I've emailed them multiple times (laughs) to come to Bangor. And they won't come up I don't know Maybe they think We're not worth having I really like Frank's
1: Donuts Frank's Bake Shop Yeah
2: I love Frank's He's the owner Was my phys ed teacher In high school Their jelly
1: donuts Are the bomb
2: I just don't I'm not into that Donut Well there you go There's our But see now I'm like maybe, Maybe they're right With their marketing Maybe holy donuts Wouldn't work up here Maybe I'm unique Well think about it You're asking someone To pick them up For you on the way So Oh my gosh They're so good Anyway My favorite thing Yes. Oh, Gretchen. She's having oh, a hard time it. keeping us on track today. <laughs> My favorite, this in terms of places to visit, and I know this isn't in our region, but I the place I love is the Back Bay, which probably isn't the right name for it, but it's in Portland. Mm-hmm. Is that the Back Bay? Mm-hmm. Or do they call it the Back Cove? Anyway. The thing that you walk around? Yeah, the walk. I just think it's a beautiful walk loop. It's a little over three and a half miles. Mm-hmm. And... You can see a lot of the city of locals. You know, there's people riding their bikes, which I don't technically think they're supposed to be riding their bikes on it, but they do, and kids. And then there's usually something going on right in that little parking mm-hmm. lot. And then if you connect, you can go down on the waterfront the other way, all the way into the old port. And they have paddle boarding, and you can like rent little boats, and they do yoga on paddle boards. It's just the sweetest place. It's seriously one of my favorite yeah. places in Maine. Well, I used to live is, there. That's the one thing I miss, that and Whole Foods.
0: Well, mine is actually just is a website, a service called autoslash.com What's and it's that? for renting cars. Mm. So I've used them before and I've had, and I've introduced them to other people and it's different. It's like you go in and you plug in your dates. Where do you want to pick up your car? Where do you want to drop it off? What, um, what memberships do you have what credit cards mm-hmm. do you have what like i so i put in that we have AAA i have an amex mm-hmm. i have a bj's membership i plug in all this stuff and and i submit it but it doesn't give you a result right away okay it gives it sends you a result usually within an it. hour and then it says here's a list of car rentals and you click on it and it gives you better deals so i actually so this past weekend my mom was parked in front of our house and her car got hit by a drunk driver and she was supposed to be driving to New York state the next day and her plans very quickly had to change so we ended up booking her a plane ticket and she needed to rent a car when she got there so this was like within like there was like a She was going to be there in less than 24 (laughs) hours. And I was looking through all the car rental companies and our frequent flyer points and all that. And it was just like, I'm like, I'm going to try Auto Slash. I know it's super short notice, but let's see. And they found her a car that was $200 less than any other site that I found. And you just click through and it's legit. It's not like Priceline where you're paying for it. It just basically knows how to combine all of your perks and put it together. So. I just did it for my trip to Denver. I have to actually reserve a car now. And I did it for... I've used it. I've recommended it to other people. And it doesn't cost anything. It's just a service that is takes a while to think. But sure, even then, but it was whatever. within an hour, we had choices. And it's all legit companies. So it, yeah. you know, like some of them, sometimes, depending on where I'm flying, I might see one that's like, you know some company I've never heard of and I just, I don't go, I'm like, I'm just going to go with the ones that I have like point like Alamo Mm -hmm. or Hertz or Mm -hmm. Enterprise or any of those. It'll have all those name brands and you go through and it it sends you right to their website with the right code plugged in and it's kind of like honey for cars. And then you plug in, you reserve it and you pay when you get there and it has never failed me. The one time, actually one time when we went to Texas, my sister was meeting us there so our families were sharing cars and so I found this great rental and I was like, oh, great. But then I rented it. But then I realized she was getting in hours before me. So I wanted the car to be in their name. And so I emailed, like, what can I do? And they, it was like a person emailed me back and said, well, you can't actually adjust your rental, but I just ran it again. And here's an even better deal. So just book it in <laughs> your brother in law's name and he'll be the one to pick it up. And it was, and it saved us hundreds of dollars awesome. on a minivan because it was a whole bunch of us that were splitting the cost. So mm-hmm. autoslash.com. So when you're that. coming, to Bangor, flying to our sweet little airport. Super convenient. Absolutely. And Where people are very love. nice. Yes. Exactly. Uh, until next week, you can always find us uh, on review. Leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. You can email us. You can find us on Facebook and like us there. And have a great week. Bye. Bye.